0: Hi everyone, Um, welcome to the next installment of the Speech-Language Pathology podcast. This is Bob Siriani, the Director and um, Chair of the department, and I am really excited to be here with one of our OGs again, um, uh, Bridget Turnbach. Bridget uh, was one of the first graduates from the program and she's had a really neat experience post-graduation. Bridget, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Absolutely. Um, so my name is Bridget. I graduated from Salis University in 2017. I was, as Bob said, part of the first graduating class. I am currently living in Baltimore, Maryland, working at the therapy spot. So it's a pediatric multidisciplinary clinic. Um, we have a OT department, a PT department, speech, and then we're also combined with a st- with STEPS, which is our ABA department. Um, and then we also have a contract agency called PDS that contracts out to the schools in the area as well. So I kind of have my hands in a little bit of everything right now.
0: So that experience you had at Salus, where we got to do a little bit of learning with other programs, has that really helped your experience um, uh, in your current practice?
1: It's been life-changing. I mean, everything I'm able to see with OT, PT, speech, I was able to kind of start out the door and have a really good understanding of what those other areas were and how they kind of functioned in hand with speech versus some of my colleagues who hadn't worked with those other professions before or hadn't spoken to those other professions before had a lot more of a learning curve with co-treats and things of that nature than I did coming in.
0: One of the things I'm really interested in exploring is how graduates from our program are working. You've had sort of like a, a wandering path as, as a speech pathologist since you graduated from Salis. Tell us a little bit about um, where you started um, and how you ended up in Baltimore.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So I had my first job lined up before I graduated from Salus. Um, I had agreed to my first job by March of my last year there. It was a really great and easy process. I started out in Colorado Springs, Colorado, kind of up and moved my life after graduation. Um, I was working in Pueblo, Colorado at a multidisciplinary clinic there. Again, it was just speech OT and PT. There was no ABA there at the time. Um, And while I was there, I got a cold call from a travel agency asking if I wanted to take a job in Alaska for three months. And I said, excuse me, where? And they said, "Yeah, we have a three-month maternity leave coverage in Homer, Alaska. Would you be interested?" And I said, "Then that's where in Alaska? That's I know Anchorage. That's that's not Anchorage." Um, and they told me it was a small community on the Kenai Peninsula, about four and a half hours outside of Anchorage. Um, and so I jumped on the opportunity and took up travel therapy for a while. So. I started in Alaska. It was my first school-based position after only really being an outpatient other than in grad school at one of my placements, Um, and it was a really easy transition for me. I felt like I had the foundation to kind of jump between the two settings and really pick up where I left off in grad school about two years before that. Um, After Alaska, I decided I wanted to continue to travel, and I took a summer job in Delaware, and I was able to work with Um, post-secondary students all the way down to kindergarten. So I had a kindergarten classroom, second and third grade combined summer classroom, a high school high needs classroom and post-secondary, which was again, just a great incredible experience that I could still grow from. And then I still wasn't done traveling after Delaware. So I decided to move to Southern Maryland and I was in Charles County School District down there for a year at the middle school and preschool. So again, a very diverse caseload down there. Um, and then I decided to hang up my traveling shoes and maybe create a foundation, which was a nice change of pace. And it landed me here at the therapy spot in Baltimore. And I've decided that this is gonna be a place I stay for a while. So it's been a journey.
0: I, I'm I'm wondering, have you, um, I, I know many of our students um, are from the area when they come to campus. Um, you didn't live too far away from campus at some point in your life. Um, at did did you have any trouble as you moved across the, the united states in getting credentialed um demonstrating your your um your your professional competencies as a graduate from a newer program like salis
1: no i had no issues at all my colorado license came in really easily alaska was really easy delaware was really easy maryland was really easy and i still have all of them the hardest part of any process was the fingerprinting. And that had nothing to do with my education as much as just the state board procedures that were in place. So that's really the only issues I had. No one questioned it. When people asked me what Salus University was, and I explained that it was an all health sciences graduate school, people were really impressed by it actually, and thought it was a really great opportunity for a clinician to get those experiences. I mean, my first job out, I knew more about optometry, audiology, some of those other programs that Salis had that I was able to create connections with, that we had kids coming in who just got glasses and I could call up my friends who were part of the optometry program, be like, hey, who should I be sending this person to? An optometrist, an optician, I, where am I sending this person? And I was able to have those resources that I may not have had without that interdisciplinary studying that we had at Salis.
0: Any surprises since graduation? Anything that you thought, how did they not tell us this? Or, um, God, I'm glad they told us this.
1: I think the biggest surprise is I've gotten a lot more into AAC recently and how long those funding documents are. We hear about it in grad school, but to actually go and have to fill that paperwork out and the process and the length of time it takes for the turnaround was a huge surprise to me. Um I think the other thing that was surprising is how much of what we learned in grad school just becomes what you do every day. You know, you go to undergrad and you go through 4 years and you learn so little and so much information that then you go to grad school and have 2 years of these more specific coursework ideas and frameworks and they just really become your everyday life, which has been awesome to see.
0: Is there uh, our listeners are not only applicants to Salis but really graduate students or, or pre-graduate students across the, the continent. And I've always asked our, our um, participants to really think about what was one piece of advice that you want um, an undergraduate um, who's moving into graduate school to think about before they get here or, or elsewhere. What do you think is sort of your, your nugget?
1: Be ready to dive head first into everything. Um, I think that by me diving into grad school the way I did and really making that be my career for two years, I came out of grad school so ready to go into the field and feel confident in what I was doing. Um, I think by being able to take all the information, all of the resources, I mean, just having a great set of professors. I know when I was at Salus, a lot of our professors we had were still working in the field. I still have contact with a few of them that when things come up, I'm able to go and call them and say, hey, I have this kid, this is what I'm following that you gave me in class, but now I've hit the end of what I remember. What was that next step again? Um, And being able to have those resources to be able to continue to grow that practice after those two years, it comes with jumping head into everything and absorbing as much as you can in those two years when you have those experts in the field there and willing to work with you.
0: Richard, uh, thank you so much for spending some time with us. Um, for catching up, um, I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to um, see you grow and flourish in the field. Um, it's it's um, it's a pretty miraculous uh, experience, and uh, I'm glad that that Salas got to be a tiny part of that process in you becoming you. Um, and I I have. High expectations that um, I will see you elsewhere on the globe, making um, incredible contributions to the profession and to the the clients and students that you work with. So, um, congratulations! Is it fun signing your name with your Cs?
1: It is. It's so fun. Yeah. It's so great to put the MScCC-SLP on the end of everything and. Yeah. You know, Salus is what really gave me that confidence to start being a great clinician and to grow from there. So it was a great foundation for my career.
0: So if you want to be like Bridget and uh, you're really interested in Salus, feel free to reach out to me. Um, probably the best way to get me is my email, which is rserianni at salus.edu, or look us up on our website www.salus.salus.edu. Until next time, keep on working. Thanks, everybody.